This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and thispipelife.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm Caleb. Caleb the intern. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty well. It's good to see you. It's good to see you too, man. It has been a minute. I feel like uh, you know we've got we've had so much uh, stuff going on. Of course, even though the listeners have been enjoying uh, wonderful continuous content from week to week, uh, after after New Orleans, we kind of took a bit of a, a a hiatus as we were fighting off the the hangover of the century, and so. Uh, we did have, of course, a, a, a podcast in the can in terms of our, our Halloween special that went out last week that a lot of people enjoyed. But but yeah, I've, I got to tell you, man, I, I feel actually a little rusty getting back behind the mic for uh, for what feels like the first time since New Orleans, even though I know it's technically not. Well, if you think you're rusty, imagine how I feel. I know, man. You got you, you to gotta bring the A game. You got to bring the heat. I'm trying. Okay, so we, we got to acknowledge this. No, John David is not still hungover from New Orleans slash Halloween. We no, don't no, no. actually know that. Though. No, well, we don't exactly know <laughs> what the source of uh, his ailment is. But yeah, he is, uh, he is unfortunately uh, sick and in bed. Uh, hopefully he is enjoying some, uh, some nice tea with lemon and honey. And uh, we, we, uh, our thoughts and prayers are with him as he's recovering. Mm-hmm. He certainly sends his regrets, and his regrets come in the form of Caleb the intern. Howdy. So, <laughs> we're, uh, man, I'm actually I'm really excited to get on the mic with you. Uh, it's it's funny, you know, we've been having so many issues with YouTube and with the live show lately, uh, and it all happened right after we made the announcement that we were going to do the Coffee with Caleb series. Conspiracy? I, I, sorry about it. Not sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, something happened there. I don't. I, was it you? Did you break the internet? Probably. Could be. I mean, look, man. It, I just it, play video games and sometimes go on Facebook, so. That could break the internet. The, I, too many things, man. That, that could too do it. <laughs> that could absolutely do it. Yeah, so we did mention, of course, last week uh, being Halloween and everything. Did you go trick-or-treating? I did not. Yeah? Did you dress up at all? I did. I was uh, Robin Hood. Oh, okay. Right on. pretty cool costume. So so in this day and age, you choose Robin Hood over, like, the Green Arrow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they're technically the same costume. You could theoretically go as well. Well, right, which is kind of why I got it, because one day I could be Robin Hood. The other day I could be Green Arrow. The only thing that's a difference is, you know, tights and a little bit of black eye makeup. <laughs> Which you're already wearing that anyway, all right. day, every day. Yeah, uh, that, that makes total sense. Uh, well, good, man. Yeah, my uh, my family, we all went to superheroes as well. That's uh, awesome. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. We, uh, Which hero were you? I was uh, I was the Flash. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm kind of contractually obligated, right, to yeah. be uh, to be the Flash as I uh, uh, wear my... Uh, so I kind of mixed it up, though. I had uh-huh. Barry, Barry Allen's logo with the Jay Garrick classic helmet. Uh, which is the one with the kind of the mercury yeah. wings on either side, and uh, you're yeah, talking but, to me like I don't know. No, no, no. But I'm describing it for the listener as well. Just you know, for <laughs> oh, those okay. for those that may not do talking it. to them like I don't know. Yeah, that well, some of them might not. I know some of them do. Pappy Joe, I know he knows the classic heroes like nobody's business. So uh, I know he knows what I'm talking about. But no, it was <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Uh, we had uh, some great time trick or treating. We actually set up a fire pit in the front Good. yard. Uh, thought about busting out my pipe, but uh, in the end. Just uh, decided that the, with all the, the kiddos running around and the guests and the food and everything else, couldn't manage all of that plus yeah. pipe. That's a little much. It is. It is absolutely a little much. Pappy Badger actually uh, over uh, thanks or over um, uh, after Halloween uh, tweeted in a photo to us. He's wearing his costume, uh, which included a corn cob pipe. Yes, sir. Believe he's a scarecrow from Oz. It's pretty good. I'm guessing that's that's what uh, he's definitely a scarecrow. But I just right. I'm, I'm assuming. I mean, I'm scared. Uh, are you a crow? No. I'm scared of a crow. Nevermore. 
nevermore. Uh, all right, man. Uh, I should also mention too, if you have not checked it out already, uh, we got to give a big thanks to the good folks at thispipelife.com who, uh, they actually did a fireside chat with us, uh, talking about kind of the, uh, the, the history of the country squire, the history of the podcast, kind of the, the community that's sprouted up about it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I can't remember if we name dropped you or not. I think this was before your internship had started, but John yeah. David, it's, it's a good, uh, good chat with me and John David and, and the good folks at thispipelife.com. So uh, if you haven't checked that out, it's part of their uh, fireside chat series and you can find it at thispipelife.com. Check it out. Yes, sir. All right. Now we got a great topic for the folks, but first we got to tell them about the great products uh, for the first sponsor for this episode that is actually bean fruit coffee. Uh, if you have not done so already, head over to beanfruit.com. Do it. Use the code CSR for 5% off on your next coffee order. Uh, this is really awesome, man. They've actually got a sample pack. I was checking out earlier. Uh, it's 1850. Of course, you get 5% knocked off of that for using the code CSR, but you get four different blends. Mm -hmm. You know, before we actually went live, we were talking about how, you know, your, your passion is about coffee and roasting and that sort of thing. And, you know, being, uh, being a, a a local connoisseur as well Mm -hmm. as just a coffee connoisseur, uh, what, what kind of tidbits uh, with your palate, how would you describe the coffees that you've had from beanfruit.com? They're good. I'll say that. Um, most ones that I've tried are very are bright in nature. Um, I especially like their Ethiopian. Um, I'm not Ooh. a big fan of most Ethiopias because it's a little bright for my tastes. Uh, or fruity, might I say. Um, but theirs is really good. It's extremely palatable, at least for me. But it's been a while since I've had their coffee, but I do I do enjoy it. That's good, man. So beanfruit.com, use the code CSR for 5% off. Now, Caleb, your palate is important because today we are doing a tobacco talk. And uh, for those who have never uh, listened to a tobacco talk before, this is where we take uh, two tobaccos, typically two tobaccos, uh, generally one tin, one blend, uh, one, one tin and one blend from the Country Squire, mm-hmm. and, uh, and review it a bit, talk a bit about the, uh, the different blends, opinions. And, uh, you know, we don't necessarily have a, a particular rating, but we do have the uh, Twitter handle at Squire Radio. So for those of you who are tuning in live as we're going through the tobaccos tonight, if you've got some thoughts, be sure to tweet those in and we'll share them out during the show as well. Caleb, man, you may be the intern, but you are the tobacconist here tonight. So what do you got for us? Well, tonight I'm going to be talking about a tin. It's a personal favorite of mine called Wilderness from McClelland. Um, and then Lowland Pine, which is one of the newest blends here at the Country Squire. Okay. I, I, had, I had a feeling that might be the uh, the Country Squire blend you were going to go with. It is. But let's start with Woodland. Okay. You mean Wilderness? What did I say? Woodland. So it was Wilderness from Woodland? No. Where did I get Woodland from? I don't know. Well, the wood, wind, wilderness is filled combine, with wood. I think, you, I think you combined wilderness with lowland. That might be the case. I think that's what happened. That absolutely might be the case. <laughs> hey, man, d- dyslexia is uh, it is a real thing. It is a real West challenge. Dyslexia hurts. It does. Trust it does. Me. All right, so uh, but the McClellan blend. It's really good. I It was the first blend that really kind of got me into smoking English English blends. Um, it, it's an English blend with Syrian and Cyprian Latakia. Probably totally butchering those. I'm not good with words, dyslexia, um, but it also has Orientals in it and a red Virginia. And I particularly liked it because it was really smooth and kind of light still for, for an English blend. The The flavors mix very well and it has a lot going on throughout the entirety of the smoke. So it's very, it's complicated and there's a lot simultaneously happening, but nothing really distracts from the other. It, it all combines together. And so... The the Syrian and Cyprian Latakias kind of create a really good, bold, just uh, a basis for that tobacco. Um, and then they throw in the um, sweet Yanije, if I'm saying y- that right. Yanije? Yanije, Yanij, y- or whatever it is. is I it can't sta- remember. Does it's it one start of the with a Y? Yes. Okay, all right. It's probably a silent Y. 
Why you're never supposed to pronounce the Y when it's first, unless there's a J in front of the Y. Oh, you need J. You need J. You need J. No, there's not. But it, there's that one, and then Bold Drama, and those are both from McClellan. Um, and those the the Yanij or whatever. Uh, it, it, it's a sweet tobacco. Um, and the drama is a bold tobacco. And so they combine really well um, to create kind of just a rich complexity, which I found to be almost nutty at times in the tobacco. Usually it'll get to there around halfway down the bowl. But I really enjoy that flavor combined with the smokiness of the, of the Latakias. And on top of that, the the yellow Virginia that's in it um, doesn't really stand out a whole lot, um, which I kind of like. It really just acts as... Um, a cat, not a catalyst, but it, it combines everything together without distracting. So it kind of adds to everything at the same time as just being there. Sounds kind of like a gumbo of tobacco. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, it's like the sauce that you put everything in that doesn't necessarily add anything, but just makes everything taste better. Yeah. Well, that's good. All right. And so yeah. um, uh, do y'all actually carry that here at the Squire? We do, actually. All right. Um, see, it's, now- it's one of the tins that we we try to keep in stock because it's really good. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to have to tell you, man, you, you're do- I'm docking your points here because typically John David, he's got like the tobacco ready for me to wave in front of my face and be like, don't you wish you could smoke this right now? Oh, oh, oh. Don't you wish you could smoke this right now? He's got it. <laughs> awesome, man. All right, man, that's actually, you uh, You talk about a, a nice tin note. Very uh, yeah, I really, the tin note's really good. The room note's really good on it too, especially yeah. for a Latakia. Some of them, a lot of people are very uh, put off by Latakia room notes, uh, but this one is, is actually kind of pleasant. Um, I think it has a lot to do with those Orientals that are in it. Yeah, pleasant, but very strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of the branding, it's got kind of one of these wraparound type imagery uh, I want, I would guess it looks actually like it's a photograph, not actually a mm-hmm. painting. And it's, it's, it's part of two that, Mac, that McClellan does. There's wilderness and legends. Um, and legends is a little bit different. It's a little bit milder. Um, it, it doesn't have both Latakias in it. It just has the, uh, Syrian or the Cyprian. I don't remember. Anyways, it's got one of the Latakias in it. Um, <laughs> okay. But it's got more, more, uh, kind of like plum taste to it. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I could, I could, I could see that. Okay, fair enough. Man, wilderness. Uh, yeah, like I said, they do have the wraparound uh, imagery. It is kind of this beautiful forest. You can imagine that it would be. And it is not a. It is not a painting, but you would imagine this mm-hmm. would be kind of the inspiration for a Bob Ross. Type yeah, it of, is uh, actually. You know, you got the <laughs> so mountains, legends, and the happy little trees. And <laughs> Every tree has a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> beautiful little. Tent. But there's no mountain, which kind of. No, it kind of it kind of goes kinda? up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it does. Like, you're it, right. It carves up right there. Gotta have that mountain, man. It's a strong mountain, and maybe maybe it's a lonely mountain, and so that mountain just it just needs a needs a little friend. Uh, That's (laughs) that's what we all need. Bob Ross, uh, always applicable on this podcast. Uh, Yeah, so great wilderness again. That is from uh, McClelland, and um, awesome man. This is a a beautiful tobacco and a a great uh, great smelling one at that. Yeah. So all right for the second one, the blend that is actually uh, uh, created here in the Country Squire Mm -hmm. called Lowland Pine. Lowland Pine. Now, this one, I would imagine, uh, like I said, I, I kind of anticipated when uh, when talking to John David and, and that you were going to kind of step in and take a crack at uh, leading a tobacco talk here. I was like, you know, I, I bet he's going to bust out the Lowland Pine. <laughs> I just, I have a feeling because, I mean, you got a, you got the inside scoop on that one, so to speak. I did. I blended that tobacco myself. That It's your first ever, first ever blended tobacco? Um, as, as a uh, Officially, just like from the bare scratch ingredients that we have, um, I, I've made... Uh, a private blend of my own previously a couple years ago that I still smoke on a daily basis. But aside from that, this is my first kind of venture into actually tobacconist blending tobacco. All right, man. This is your first step into the uh, 
the brave bold world. Uh, let's see. Normal, actually, in the la- in it's- the last couple of episodes that we had the YouTube channel, we actually had it up here on the counter, and a lot of people were tweeting in and asking about it. They saw the big, you know, uh, star that John David put on it with this <laughs> new, brand new, yeah. Uh, but here we are, man. So, uh, so walk us through this. Uh, your 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 masterpiece. Okay. Well, it all started with just this bag of burley that we discovered really that was aged here in the squire and the tobacco was still good uh, and it, it's it's from a couple of years ago um, <laughs> now was it intentionally aged or was it one of these things like let's, oh this is here <laughs> let's say intentionally aged sure sure um, <laughs> but it was I, I ventured out and smoked some of it and it was still good um, there was no mold in it and so after going through that um, and trying it it actually the original tobacco if we bought it today would taste very similar to the biteless burley that we carry that we use in oh, a wow. lot of our other blends yeah so says John David um, and, and it, so let it be written. <laughs> right. <laughs> but since it had been aged, it kind of picked up a, a crisp, almost cedar-like tone. And so I, I, I was like, John David, this is really good still. And he was like, well, make a blend out of it. And I was like, I'll make a blend out of it. And so I started experimenting with some different things, um, particularly Latakia um, and a couple of other different Burleys uh, tried his options. And I just asked for a bunch of people's opinions, um, which I found out is a big part of actually blending a tobacco um, is getting a lot of feedback from other people and kind of where where the notes sit in their palates as yeah, well as mine because yeah. I want everybody to experience something similar in, in trying it. What I was going for was that kind of crisp, like refreshing, um, almost like you're walking into a pine forest where you just get that hit of just aroma of pine, um, and like needles being broken and that kind of thing. And that's, I think, what, what I did very well in this tobacco and it seems like other people think so as well yeah i was gonna ask you what what has been the response so far from uh just the local crew coming in sampling very very surprisingly it's become a favorite english blend of most of them really yeah now is that true when you're not here because i mean you know know. how it is my kid brings me a macaroni you know a painted thing with glitter and stars and everything and it's it's it is the greatest thing since picasso i mean i'm I'm not that i'm not lying when i say that but it's got a little bit of uh, polish in there it because does. it's 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 my kid's artwork. Right. Uh, Numbers don't lie, though. You no, know, this is true. <laughs> this is true. Uh, and I, well, but you know, you put you put a price tag on it, and the teacher comes up to me and says, "All right, you know, your your daughter painted this. Are you going to buy right. it? I'll still mm. probably buy it. No, yeah. no, I'd probably buy it. Right. But it's about sustainability. Would I buy right. it every single week? Mm, maybe not. Uh, but for this, so far, the numbers have been solid. Yeah. Um. It, it's it's been selling very, very, uh, I guess, regularly. Um, and a lot of people have been very much so enjoying it. You mentioned kind of that desire to get the pine that kind of hits you, yeah. uh, when you, when you kind of open up and you know, with this, uh, when it's kind of loose like this, I guess you can't really say 10 note, I suppose jar note would yeah. be, uh, uh, kind of just the overall whiff, the smell of it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you do, you do get the, uh, the pine there. It's, uh, with just from the, jar, the, the jar note itself is it's not too like potent, mm-hmm. but it's like this fresh, like yeah. refresh. And that was, that was the main sense. thing. The main thing that people have been saying is that a lot of them like Latakia, but they don't like too much. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's where I sit. I, I very much so enjoy more English aromatics or, or light Latakia. And so that was a big thing that people started saying was that it was a really good, just right amount of Latakia in a blend. Good, 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 good. Well, man, I think you did a great job. I'm glad that the, uh, the response so far has been great. You know, you mentioned obviously starting with kind of the aged burley mm-hmm. and, and kind of mixing some additional. If you're not, if you're okay, comfortable saying this, how, like, what, what percentage would you say is this burley or a combination of burleys? Um, 
trying to remember off the top of my head. Because, I mean, one of the things, you know, uh, longtime listeners and, and, and longtime pipe uh, enthusiasts will know, mm-hmm. I mean, if, 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 you're going, if you're going and you get a lot of burly, you're going to get a pretty strong oh, kick there's of a, There's uh, a nicotine, nicotine. kick yeah, in yeah. it. When I, when I was making it the first, uh, the first variation that I made of it, I started smoking it. And it had, it was half, if not more than half, burly. <laughs> and I didn't realize it. It was probably about 11 o'clock to actually maybe 1030. Um, and, and I started smoking it. I got about halfway down the bowl around 11. I usually don't eat lunch maybe till around 1, 130 here just because the day kind of goes slowly. But I did that and I stood up for a second and I was like, oh, I got to eat lunch early. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this was an earlier version, right? Of right. Okay, this yeah, one's yeah. this one's a lot more balanced. So it does have a good nicotine kick in it. I would say it's at least. I know it's at least a fourth burly. Okay. Um, at least it. I think more. But uh, yeah. So it's got some. But it's got burly. It's got Latakia. It's got a yellow Virginia, which kind of does the same thing that the red Virginia does in wilderness. Kind of ties everything together. Um, and almost gives it almost brings that crisp flavor to life more when combining it with a Latakia. Um, and it just melds them together really nicely. So you get that tree flavor. Yeah. You know, the tree, I like licking a tree. There's kind of, there's a theme here tonight, isn't there? <laughs> because with your blend and then also with the, uh, wilderness that I wanted to Sorry call about it. woodlands again. No, there's nothing wrong with it. I like it. the chew on trees. Uh, look, there is definitely, uh, people have a, a, a palate. It's clear yeah. to see that, uh, that you do kind of like that, that freshness, that yeah. outdoor, that, um, you know, uh, fresh cut wood mm-hmm. type of sense. You know, actually with the pine and, and that kind of coming through in your blend, uh, man, just in time for uh, for the holidays. Yeah. You know, that is definitely a, a, a sense and a smell that I think a lot of us associate with uh, with the holidays. Mm-hmm. So There's actually one flavor characteristic that I really love about it. Yeah. Um, that that kind of, it, it was, I wanted to use a Cavendish in it. So it's technically not an English blend, it's an English aromatic. But um, in using a vanilla-cased Cavendish, it adds a very subtle like on the back end of the flavor, hint of honey to it. Ooh. Yeah, it's real good. All right, man. Well, good <laughs> stuff. Well, now, if, if people are coming down to the Country Squire, if they're local listeners, they can come by and get a, uh, get a sample of these? Yeah. All right, good deal. And then, of course, I'm assuming, is Lowland available online as well? Uh, it should be. If not, take that up with John David. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> sounds good. So if you want to try this brand new, this, this is exciting, man. It's so... We've never actually had the... Uh, well, I guess John David has, has talked about tobaccos that he's blended before, but we've never had somebody other than John David do that. So, congratulations! First time for everything. man, you might be moving to apprentice a little bit faster than uh, than anybody saw coming. Trying to, man, it's good. That's good, man. We uh, we know that uh, you you uh, have the inspiration. You've obviously got the talent and the passion and the palate, which is uh, you know very uh, very useful for this. You know, for for those out there, you know, that want to start blending their own tobaccos. Mm-hmm. You know what? What advice would you give them? I mean, obviously, you dabbled before actually becoming a tobacconist and yeah. being kind of in the in the way that you are now. So, what advice would you give somebody who's kind of interested in starting their own blend? Um, you need to have an idea of what you're doing before you go into it. Um, it's not it's not something that you're probably just going to stumble upon. It may happen. Um, but with both times that I I kind of ventured into it, and I'm I'm working on a couple of different blends right now. One in particular being a Christmas blend specifically. You, you you just have to have this an idea of what you're going for. So that way, in the process of, of narrowing down these different tobaccos that you're using um, or the different leaves that you're using, you you know what you need to change yeah. if it doesn't taste what you – if it doesn't taste like you want it to change, like you want it to taste like. So like if there's a Virginia that's not adding or subtracting from – or adding 
what you want it to add, then in having that idea preset, you'll be able to look at your blend and figure out what would better suit the the blend. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Well, the other thing too is you got to uh, you got to be ready to sample it. Yeah. All all along the way, and one oh, of the yeah. great ways, if you're sampling a tobacco, if you if you want to start making your home blend. Uh, you need a good pipe for that. Something that you can actually put a bunch of different types of tobaccos in mm-hmm. from time to time. Uh, something like a corn cob pipe. Oh yeah. And actually, when you do, we recommend you get a corn cob pipe from our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum. Yes, sir. Now, Missouri Meerschaum, of course, sponsor for this show. We love the folks over there. And if you do not yet have a Missouri Meerschaum pipe, uh, you need to get one. Not just because you can use it in your Halloween costume, as uh, Pappy Badger <laughs> did, <laughs> and we shared that out earlier. Uh, but also because it's a uh, it's a great smoke, no matter what you're enjoying. Uh, it, it's funny. I think about the fact that in the last several weeks, we've talked about uh, Missouri Meerschaum and, and corncob pipes and, and how they can be used for artwork and, and deconstructed and, yeah. and turned into to amazing different works of art as well as used for costumes and, and kind of to accent to make a statement. But at the end of the day, they're also really quality smokes. So they are. If you have not done so already... Uh, get pick up a Missouri Meerschaum pipe. When you do, uh, let them know that you heard about them from Country Squire Radio. Take a picture with it, the selfie. We we like to tweet those out. We love to retweet them out. Uh, so whatever Missouri Meerschaum pipe you are enjoying this week, take a picture of it, share it out, and uh, we will do the same. We want to thank Missouri Meerschaum for sponsoring the show. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Pipe Pipe question of the week. All right, man. Pipe question of the week this week comes in actually from a local listener, Richard Butler. Uh, Richard asked the question, does length in stem and or shape have any effect on the smoke of the pipe? Yes. (laughs) Would care to elaborate? It does. Uh, The length of the stem... Uh, it has a huge effect on the smoke. Um, the shorter the stem, the closer you are to the smoke. So naturally, it's going to be a hotter, um, or the smoke is going to be hotter on your tongue. You'll probably have more tongue bite. And the longer the stem in something like a church warden, um, the smoke is going to be a lot cooler. Um, now, one of the tendencies I've actually found in my church wardens is that I tend to get a lot more um, gurgle in the pipe, uh, or with my longer so like stems. The, the longer stem, bent stems. Okay. Yeah. Um, which I don't prefer, so I usually, I prefer a straight stem, just kind of regular, I don't really know how to describe maybe a six-inch stem or something like that. Um, that That's what I prefer, just because it's a good it's a good temperature for the smoke, um, but also you don't get that gurgle, um, whereas you might get that in a longer stem pipe. Some people don't care, and in some pipes you don't get it, but in mine I have. So, all right, so is the gurgle related specifically to the length, or is it because of the shape specifically? I wouldn't say... I don't know. Been both, maybe? 
Probably. Okay. That's that's probably what I would say. Um, if it's a probably because I've had more bent long stems. Um, they're they're more bent. So I got to tell you, I I do like a straight church warden. Uh, which I if it is straight, is it still considered a tor- church warden? If it's just like super long. To be honest, I don't know. I think that's right. I, think I would that's say right. so. Well, great, great, excellent. Glad, glad we can uh, provide this wonderful information yeah. to the people. <laughs> we are uh, traversing the extent of my knowledge. All right, fair <laughs> enough, fair <laughs> enough. This is what happens when you ask the intern questions that are intended for the expert. But I right. will ask you this, because one of the things that we see a lot in terms of stems mm-hmm. is a lot of experimentation. Yeah. And, um, you know, one of the things that's kind of very popular right now, I don't know if it's just uh, in the day and age that we live in or if it's specifically in our region, but uh, metal stems are mm-hmm. really making, uh, you know, kind of making a name for themselves. I've seen way more people in the local community, like at the long smoke competitions mm-hmm. and just meetups and such, uh, are busting out their pipes with the metal stem. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what, what's the trade-off when you decide to go with the metal stem versus, you know, a, a, a traditional briar stem or, or even a bamboo or something like that? What, what is the trade-off? What's the benefit? I think one thing, like just monetarily looking at it, is the price. I've Ooh, seen the time. prices yeah, on those yeah. are way cheaper just because you're working with a lot less material. Um, in some cases, you just have that metal, easily kind of fabricated, not fa- or whatever, lack of a better term, stem that, that's cheap. Um, it, not like an acrylic or anything that you have to like very minutely pay attention to when you're carving it. I know here, uh, there's some of the cheaper pipes. We have local carvers that do those it's called the, the rocks company. Um, that's right, man. My rhino, my, uh, mm-hmm. it's a, it was the, a great mortar pipe and it's a great way to get a mortar pipe for an affordable price yeah. is the trade off there. But, but I mean, uh, do you, do you find that it actually, it's a cooler smoke if you, if you've got a metal stem versus a briar stem? To be honest, I've not smoked one. I've heard so. And the the reason for that being is because the smoke is closer to the the air and the atmosphere around it. And so, whereas it would also be quicker to heat up, it would also be quicker to cool down. Gotcha. Well, I'll tell you this, man. Based on uh, based on the question and just kind of the the questions that that uh, come out of that one, I think it may be worth Country Square Radio doing a, a centric episode on pipe stems. Yeah, we've we've done one in the past, if I'm not mistaken, but we may need to reopen that a mm-hmm. little bit. I think that's a that's a good question and one that requires some uh, a little bit more in depth look at the various styles and shapes and, uh, and materials that are out there. I think it's actually interesting when, when I get new pipe smokers in the shop, um, they often, if they're looking at like the wall pipes or something like that, they usually, that's usually where they first go to. They'll ask what's the difference between a bent stem or a straight stem. And as far as like a pipe being the same length, I think it's just aesthetic really. Um, and just comfort a lot of that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean like, you know, there, there is a, the stem is plays a pretty significant role into the mm-hmm. overall look and feel. It's, of the yeah, pipe. where the pipe sits, where you like it to sit. Some people like it to sit up in their face. Other people like it to hang down below their chin. Yeah, and I mean, like at the same time too, it's it it's a fashion statement yeah, as well. It's definitely. about you know how do you want to be seen? Do you want to have that that crazy long uh, <laughs> stem that's like way out? Do you there? want to look like Gandalf? I mean, you know, a lot of people do because I can help with that. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, you know, so there's there's a lot of a uh, lot of decisions that go into choosing the the pipe. Uh, itself and and you know how it smokes obviously plays into that as well so great question richard we'll uh we'll hopefully have an episode in the the near future here where we'll do a, a deeper dive and uh, revisit the subject of stems and how they impact the uh, the the smoking and enjoyment of the pipe quick fire with the squire quick fire quest jones whoa hey i'm knocking this thing like crazy tonight See, this is what I'm talking about, being out of practice. 
If I had, you know, they were making a joke earlier about if I had a drink, I'd knock it down. All right. If he didn't have a drink, he'd knock it down. I, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Quick fire questions. You ready for this? I'm so ready. All right. These come in from uh, the forums over at thispipelife.com. Of course, we have a dedicated uh, forum over there for quick fire questions. Uh, and this one comes in from user M Hajak. M H A G J E C. How how do you how do you think we should pronounce that name? Magic. Magic. All right, Magic. Thank you so much for writing these in. Here we go. Chevy or Ford? Ford. Ooh, I'm not a I'm not a car guy. I I think I I don't. You don't have to be a car guy. Chevy. Chevy or Ford. Well, I like Chevy Chase and all those movies he used to do. Okay. Uh, I mean, you could definitely. That was Chevy, not Chevy. I mean, you could do that or Harrison Ford. That's you know, true. Work on actors instead right. of cars. So we'll tweak Chevy to Chevy, <laughs> and we'll say Chevy Chase or Harrison Ford. Who do you choose in that case? Still Ford. Got to be Harrison Ford. I'll go Ford from that standpoint. Good good twist on that. <laughs> uh, all right. We also got one. Uh, revolver or semi-automatic? That's a tough question. I just got a semi-automatic today, but my dad has a revolver that's pretty awesome. Yeah? So probably probably a revolver. Okay, fair enough. I'm not a big gun guy, uh, but I like. <laughs> I'm really not. But what kind of guy are you, Bo? A non-gun guy. I like. <laughs> I like swords. Swords. Swords are cool. Okay, dagger um, or sword? No, it's definitely sword. Definitely sword. Cool. I've actually. I do own a katana. Um, I do too. Do you really? I do. We're best friends. Uh, <laughs> we really are. But uh, but no, you know, I'm just not a big gun guy. I, so between the two, though, I, I'd probably choose a revolver just because the more classic. You know, cool. Yeah, that's what the cowboys use. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like that one movie with uh, with uh, Chevy Chase. Yeah. Three Three Amigos. That one guy. Yeah. Uh, manual shift or automatic? Ma- uh, manual. That's the one where it does it for you. No, that would be automatic. Yeah. I'm gonna go with automatic. <laughs> Television or movies? Ooh, that's a good question. That's a great question. Yeah, mm, I kind of prefer television because it's just like one long extended movie that one day ends, and then you're just really sad when it's over and don't know what to do with your life. All right, I'm gonna inject one in here, though. I think this counts as television, but Netflix series because like it's now they yeah, go it's television instead of like 23 episodes, it's just like eight or ten. Yeah, and they're they're typically they're an hour long each, and mm-hmm. so you get like a good like condensed content. Like they're not just yeah. trying to stretch it out and add a bunch of filler. It's like, yeah. it's the real deal. Yeah. Um, so I would say that's probably either television at its best or yeah. mini movies. One I would say other. television. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, well, what about, what would you consider like, you know, the Sherlock series on BBC? Yeah. I'm aware of it. Okay. It's, it's super good. Yeah. But each episode is like an hour and a half. Right. Like at that, at that level, it's a movie. It's a movie. Essentially. But, but it's still, it's they still count it as a season and it's like four, I think it's like four or five episodes. I think it's just TV's changing. It really is. It's, it's, they're, they're becoming And kind movies of, are getting longer too. That, well, it depends on the movie. Some movies need to be shorter. You're right. Yeah. But they have a tendency to not. This is true. Did you see, have you seen Doctor Strange? I haven't. I really want to. It was surprisingly good. I'm like, I have high hopes for it. It was surprisingly it good. It looks real good. The problem with it though? Uh-huh. No pipe tobacco. No pipes. Should have been pipes. I mean, well, that's that not in the sucks. comics, but... Uh, I mean, I can help with that. I'm telling you. There you go. There's your inspiration for your next up blend. The, show up in the theater like... Dr. Strange blend. They're like, what are you doing in here? I'm smoking <laughs> my pipe. The movie needed a pipe. All right. Last uh, last question. Bicycle or motorcycle? Uh, I have a bicycle. I've been on a motorcycle like twice. I'll go with bicycle. Yeah, I'm going to go bicycle as well. I uh, I don't get to bike as much as I, I would like to. Back in the day, my wife and I used to bike all the time. Uh-huh. Then we had kids. 
<laughs> true, true of a lot of things. Yeah, <laughs> we used to do this, right. and then we had kids. I was got energy to bike after kids. No, man. Well, and it, it's like one of those things you can't do it together because one of you got to got to watch the kids while the other one goes off and does the thing. All right. And so it's uh, it's what's the thing? Well, the the bicycling. Why one of you wants to watch the kids while the other one goes just, bicycling. Just give bikes for all the kids. Well, so they're not old enough yet. But we did. We oh. actually did take my get uh, the car seat thing. Like just. <laughs> Tape a wagon to your bike. No, we could have done that. Those always mess me up, though, because especially like around here where the gravel is so bad. Uh, so yeah. it's like kicking up gravel behind the thing and smacking the kid in the face with the, uh, with the asphalt. It's so it's character. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's that's what we say down here in Mississippi. Like, oh, it's yeah, character. Yeah. The, the kids got hit by rocks. <laughs> Builds character. Dust it off. Yeah, rub some dirt in it. Pull yourself up by your own bootstraps or baby booties in this case. Right. Uh, great quick fire questions. Again, that was from... Magic? Is, is that how you pronounced it? Magic. Magic. Magic, something like that. Magic. Uh, Sorry if that's wrong. I apologize that we like butchered your name and especially me. But uh, but hey, Magic is a, uh, a member of the forums over at thispipelife.com where you need to be as well. It's a great place to uh, engage and meet other uh, great folks inside the pipe community as well as send quickfire questions. So head over there, thispipelife.com. When you sign up, be sure to use the code CSR because when you do, it helps this show right here. So again, thispipelife.com. Your, your thoughts, thoughts your, your comments. comments listener feedback listener feedback this week oh man we got some great listener feedback the first one comes in from joel brendan on facebook and joel writes he says hey guys i'm a listener from australia i love the podcast i only have a few podcasts on my phone but i listen to yours exclusively uh, it's currently getting me through a three-hour train ride after a flight from Melbourne, Melbourne to Sydney. Wow. Yow. So thanks. Two questions. What is the song at the start of your episodes, and who announces Quickfire questions uh, or Quickfire with the Squire and the other uh, announcements? Such an awesome voice. Again, that is Joel from Australia. Uh, oh, great. Great questions to Joel. Thank you so much for listening all the way from Australia. Uh, man, that, that is so cool just to think about like somewhere across the world in Australia, uh, my voice is being heard by you, Joel. So thank you. <laughs> thank you for uh, for doing that. You're going to give this guy a big head, man. I'm telling you. I look. I yeah. mean, you're going to give, Joel, you're going to give Bo a big head. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm Complimenting just, him and stuff. You, your voice is being heard in Australia right now, too. You're right. No, em- embrace it. It's happening. Oh. Um, well, but, thank you. So the uh, the song that we actually play, the music, uh, I kind of, I cut together a couple of different sound effects as well as kind of some... Uh, Music that was like freely available from GarageBand, <laughs> you know. We, we, this podcast that is stuff that everyone uses on exactly. Everything. This podcast is over three years old, and that was just at the tail end of when everybody was all using the exact same music <laughs> for everything. Uh, and it, uh, you know, we, I think we even had a listener mention that they were uh, either in like a shopping center or heard like a car commercial or something where uh-huh. it was our music that was playing. It's really funny. I actually used to do a lot of work on GarageBand, uh, just in mixing music. And after that, for the next couple of years, even to this day, like I hear mixes on different stuff and I'm like, I've totally used those loops yep. before. Like I know where that's from. And for me, man, they, they all go back to podcasts because uh-huh. I'll hear them again. And it'll remind me like, Oh, this is the 10th wonder. Or, oh, this is Starkville <laughs> house of L. Like I, I remember these, these, uh, these bumps and everything. It's crazy. Uh, but yes, yeah, so that is where that comes from. So not, not a great story there. Although at some point we may do some sort of custom music, maybe inspired by that. Uh, I'm always very hesitant to try to change up the bumps, especially when we've got, had them for so many years. And, uh, I've mentioned this on the show, uh, but I don't, I don't think I've mentioned it in a while and that, uh, audio, it becomes a comfort and, uh, mm-hmm. and regularity becomes a comfort and, and being able, even, even with the, the, 
all, all the things that I don't like about our, our current bumps and everything else, the things that drive me kind of crazy. <laughs> I recognize that like those warts, those little fuzzes, those little everything's the imperfections, the imperfections become a sense of, of home and a sense of place and a sense of comfort. And so uh, I, I always want to be familiar. careful about changing that stuff out. Uh, the other thing is uh, the voice that you hear for the bumps uh, is, uh, is actually my wife. Uh, we recorded those uh, several years ago when we started the show. And, uh, and yeah, she has been, uh, as we call her, bumper girl. And has uh, created all the bumps for uh, <laughs> for uh, for Country Squire Radio and a That's number awesome. of other podcasts as well. So, uh, yeah. So she uh, and she does have a great voice. So thank you so much, Joel. I'll be sure to pass that on to her. We appreciate you listen listening all the way in Australia. Thanks, man. Uh, we also got an iTunes review, which I would love for you to read. Are you able to read it from where you're sitting? Uh, barely. I'm blind. Oh, if you're blind, that is going to be a problem. Uh, let's see if I can make it a little bit larger. There we go. How, oh yeah. All right. How about how, how about that? Jeez. There you go. Your grandmother could read that. Yeah, you're right. All right, let's see. iTunes, Baker Pipe Man. Pipe Love. Just love you guys. I've been into pipe smoking for about a year now, and I've been with you guys through my whole journey thus far. I have a small pipe club and gather that gathers every other Friday at a small cabin in my woods my grandfather built. Okay. Uh, we have great conversation, coffee, and Bible study over a few bowls of our favorite tobacco, and of course, talk about CSR. Just love you guys and believe in what you do and what you're about. Thanks a lot. Man, Baker Pipe Man, thank you so much. Yeah. You know, uh, you know he talks about uh, having kind of a, a small pipe club get together in, uh, in this cabin his grandfather built. Yeah. And uh, aside from the fact that's just like really cool imagery, man. You know, the, there's so many different people who ride into the show all the time wishing that they had a, a pipe club or, or mm-hmm. feeling like it needs to be this like grand 50 person plus thing. No. And that's not the case at all. Just, you know, get, get some friends together that, that enjoy the pipe and get together, do what you do, play cards, you know, uh, have a Bible study, like whatever, whatever it is. Uh, that's a great place to start a, a pipe club. And, yeah. uh, it's, it's a great excuse to get together and, and build, uh, build community and, and, uh, enjoy this, uh, this beautiful hobby that we all enjoy. Also with that, if you go onto forums such as our own forums, um, it kind of, you can have that small gathering, um, but also it, it where you don't have that larger club, uh, you can have that feeling of being a part of something much bigger than that's just right. you and your pipe. It's really cool. Really, to see how the internet has kind of helped with that, especially with the podcast and whatnot, um, and even with our with our members here locally in the Magnolia Pipe Club, um, it's cool to see how they've interacted with different clubs and different members, um, <laughs> and just different people, like all all over the world, really. Yeah, you know, um, oh, I'm debating whether or not to say this on the show because I know I'm going to get flack for it. <laughs> I'll do it anyway. Do it. So you know, we went down to New Orleans, right? And uh, and I kind of made this joke before going down, like maybe we should make a flag and go plant our flag in New Orleans. And- <laughs> Basically, uh, claim it for our own. Yeah, yeah. Say so this is now this New Orleans pipe pipe club now belongs to the Magnolia Pipe. You've club. been grafted exactly. We've uh, we've annexed. That's that's what it does, right? You you annex land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We we've now uh, you've now been annexed <laughs> by the Magnolia Pipe Club. But uh, but we didn't do that. We didn't do that. I, I did actually call for a motion. At, at our meeting uh-huh. uh, the night before we all went down to New Orleans, I said, Mr. President, I would like to draft an, a, a declaration of war. And Be prepared, Pipe Clubs of America. We're expanding <laughs> our borders. I'm kidding. But actually, <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> but but we're, not, we're not actually, we're not coming for you. We want to support you in any way that we can. And, uh, and so, yes. We're so here to help. Love, love that you guys are doing that. Hopefully that's also very encouraging to other folks out there who uh, who are kind of thinking they might want to get a pipe club started or, or may, may think they only have like a few people they know of that could sit down and, uh, and enjoy a pipe and, uh, and just kind of 
uh, have community with one another. But uh, hey, that's that's a great place to start. And, yeah, uh, really, and it'll only grow from there. Yeah. Plus, we're just really honored that uh, not only are you you getting together and, and having your Bible study and, and kind of talking about what's going on, but you're also talking about this show. And we yeah. really appreciate that. Uh, if you are a member of a pipe club, by the way, uh, mention to them next time you're at your pipe club meeting that you listen to Country Squire Radio. Uh, tell your friends if uh, if you've got friends who are into the pipe or, or who maybe uh, want to learn a little bit more. Like they come to you and say, "Hey, I, I kind of want to smoke a pipe. I've been uh, smoking cigars, or, or you know, just kind of really interested in learning more yeah. about it." Tell them about this show, man. CountrySquireRadio.com is the place to do it. You can, of course, keep up with us throughout the week. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow me at the Real Bo York. Are you on Twitter, Caleb? I'm not on Twitter. At Caleb the Intern. I don't know if that's a thing, but it should be. <laughs> it's not. It probably isn't. Probably won't be. Well, what if it is? Now we just gave that person a, a shout out. Well, you're welcome. You're welcome, Caleb the Intern on Twitter. Uh, but you can also follow the uh, the shop <laughs> at underscore Country Squire or as well the show at Squire Radio. Uh, we'd love to get your uh, tweets sent throughout the week. For sure. We'd also love for you to uh, send in questions, quick fire, and otherwise you can do that. CSR at Pottery.com. But links to all that and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. Well, Caleb the Intern, you did good, man. You did Thanks. real good. Even even when I didn't think you were going to be able to, to bust out the uh, the stuff, you, you kind of had it like a surprise. I was a little on the fly, but, you know. No, no, no. You didn't plan that? No, I, I was going to give really. you credit for planning that. Sure, I planned okay, the whole thing. Okay, there it thing. is. There it is. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> that was well done. Very well done, man. Well, uh, hey, let's go have a night. Let's go have a night. listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.